Welcome to the Successful Side Hustle, Episode 4. The title of today's episode is Evaluate Your Business Using the 80-20 Principle. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story to, to kick off this, this episode about my latest endeavor and why and how I made the decision to expand my business and move in the directions that we're moving now. During COVID, I... I hit a plateau with my excitement for my business. I just really wasn't that interested in continuing in studio ownership. And so I decided that I was going to either sell or I was going to grow because I had just lost interest. I wasn't being challenged anymore. My my clients, I didn't feel the same satisfaction working with them. And frankly, I was just, I was really... Um, looking back now, I was really depleted energetically. I hadn't given myself time to restore and rest and get back into my creative process because I was working so much. So when COVID happened and we all had to slow down and we went into this forced slowdown, I really, I really felt the effects quite suddenly, quickly from the overworking to the complete stopping and the stillness. And I realized how tired I was all the time. And I just wasn't paying attention to it because, you know, that's, that's what I do. I work and, and we're taught to work and perform in this, in our culture anyway. And so, you know, my character, my, my personality and the fact that there was, you know, this, this sort of social idea that if we work hard, we'll make more money. Um, I just got stuck in this rat race of burning the candle at both ends. In fact, that was actually my motto for a long time. You know, business owners and entrepreneurs who are successful, they have to do the work that nobody else is willing to do. They have to burn the candle at both ends. Well, that burning the candle at both ends was really wearing me out and it was taking a toll on my mental health, on my physical health, and really just everything else around me, my relationships and so on. So in this revelation where I was going to either sell or grow my business, I knew that there were a couple of things I needed to really iron out in terms of like understanding the industry. And those were, those things were this. First of all, I live in a seasonal town so that when the summer happens, most of our clientele leave. And my my work was still pretty active. Like we were still fairly active throughout the summer. We still had, you know, classes that were not empty, but but I just wasn't making any money and it was a real drag. And my my teachers, everybody needs a sub at that time. And I just got stuck doing everybody's work. And it was really making me just feel just shitty. And I was getting a really bitter taste in my mouth about dealing with employees and, and every, I was just getting a really bad attitude. So, because you know what, if I'm going to work and burn the candle at both ends, I want to make some money. I want to you know feel like I'm, I'm getting my values worth out of, out of my, um, my time spent. So that's the first thing I had to get honest with was I had to look at the rhythm and the flow of, of this community and my demographic. And then I had to get really honest with who my ideal client was and 
if they were giving me the money that I needed to support them or if I needed to look elsewhere. So I went and set up a meeting with a friend of mine who is very successful in business and I went and asked him to help me just evaluate my numbers and just give me his first thoughts. Now, he looked at my numbers and he looked at just kind of some history and reports that I had run. And like within one minute, he just said, well, this is easy. You need to go where the money is. And I was like, what? You know, what do you mean? And and he said, you need to go where the money is. And what he was meaning was that 80% of my revenue was coming from my seasonal clients the students, and 20% of my revenue was coming from my locals who I had been pouring all of my time and effort into. And that's the first rule that I want to talk about in the 80-20 rule. And this is a principle in business, and it might be a principle in like all of life, and I actually think it is. It has to do with a lot of different things. But the the 80-20 principle says that 80% of a business's profit typically comes from 20% of its clientele. And if that's the case, and that's what I was focusing on, that that 20% of locals giving me 80% of my revenue, then I was really shooting myself in the foot because what about that other 80% that was actually spending money at my business, but I wasn't focusing on them, and then they left during the summer. So I was missing a big piece of a revenue stream that I could have been maximizing this entire time, kind of, kind of. Now, what were the obstacles in speaking to the 80%, the students who were here during the semester and left during the summer? Well, for me, it was visibility and accessibility. So I had to I had to reframe how I thought about the studio and really shift my target demographic to the 80% that was coming to my studio but I wasn't focusing on and still love on the 20% but not build my business model around them. So I made the decision to change locations and this also came from my friend's advice when he told me, well, run the numbers against your 20% revenue and your 80%. If if the 80% were contributing what the 20% contributes, what would those numbers look like? And if those numbers worked, then you have your answer. And of course, my my emotional self, my my emotional side was freaked out and was like, oh, I could never do that, you know? And Really, one of the characteristics of a pivotal and a successful entrepreneur is your ability to evaluate your business effectively and to pivot if you need to. And that's what I had to do. I had to pivot my entire focus and start to draw up a new business model because it was time for me to grow. Now, as I drew up this new business model, I also had to recognize how I was using my time. So applying the 80-20 rule to my time management simply meant that I had to look at the relationship between the tasks that I was doing every day 
to the results that I wanted to achieve every day. So the 80-20 rule for time management simply states that the relationship between input and output is rarely balanced, meaning that for most people, it is only 20% of your tasks that produce 80% of the results that you wanna create that day. So the other 80% of the things that you do that day are not producing the results that you had intended. Now, this is a pretty big deal when it comes to owning your own business. And if you're a studio owner or a fitness, uh, a boutique studio owner in any way, you know that, that the sheer number of tasks that you do every day is enormous. You're wearing a different hat every hour and you have to be everything to everybody. But when we can learn how to evaluate our time, maybe that's through a time management log just for a couple of days or a week, or really just sitting down and getting really honest with what we do every day, you know, being really present when we're sitting down to answer our emails instead of trying to multitask can save an enormous amount of time because we don't have to reread the same email four times to understand what it said, right? So when we get really honest with how it is that we spend our time throughout the day, chances are you'll be able to free up a good portion of what, you, what it is that you're doing now and free up more time to do those things that actually produce the result that you intend. Whether it's making money, marketing, uh, the studio operations that has to be done, or even putting time into your business model so that you can hire the right people to help you do some of those other things that don't maximize your skill set. Okay? So that 80-20 rule in evaluating how you spend your time is absolutely priceless. Now, what are some of the other things in our business that the 80-20 rule can apply to? Well, my friends, this is where it gets really honest. The 80-20 rule can also apply to your teachers or your employees. The 80-20 rule states that 20% of your teachers produce 80% of your client client attendance. Now think about that for a minute. That is pretty powerful when it comes to your profitability and your margins for payroll or for your pricing structures or for scheduling. Now let's stay on this topic of teachers and scheduling and pricing for just a moment. Another way that we can really hone in and evaluate our business based on the 80-20 rule is to use the 80-20 rule in a more positive way. If only 20% of my teachers are bringing in 80% of client attendance, well, that gives me a lot of information and a lot of, um, basically a lot of opportunity to focus on training the other 80% of my teachers to do what's working, right? And we can definitely get into management in a, in a later episode because that will require a little bit of finesse and a little bit of skill with working with people. But if 80% of your teachers are not producing the attendance that your studio needs to be profitable, 
then something's got to change. And as the leader of your business, it's up to you to see that and then to change it. You can also apply this 80-20 rule to how your marketing strategies are working. The 80-20 rule states that only 20% of your marketing is producing 80% of your desired interaction, whether it's on social media um, or through email or even through face-to-face or referral, all right? So if you think about that, start to evaluate and write down what it is that's working and what's bringing in the most clients and focus more on that, like zero in on that 20% that is working for you to, to increase brand awareness and to increase awareness for your desired class or studio or whatever it is that your business provides. Now, I want to talk about one final thing that's pretty significant with the 80-20 rule, and that is when you go to schedule your classes or when you go to accept classes, if you're, if you don't quite have a studio or, um, and you're running all over and you're teaching at multiple locations, we can apply the same principles in that way as well. The 80, 20 rule would state that only 20% of your classes are providing what it is that you need to pay for your entire schedule. Now, I want to challenge you to go in and look at your class scheduling, run your reports on how much each class is producing. And that doesn't mean just what you pay a teacher. That means your entire business cost. Because if your product is a class offering, your class offering isn't just making a teacher's salary, it's making your salary and it's providing for your power, your lights, um, your your subscription costs and everything in between. So looking at what you need to bring in for each class and looking at what classes are actually producing that amount of money is vital in understanding how to make your business profitable. And when you understand that 80-20 rule with your class scheduling, you can focus on that 20% of classes that are doing well and you can do more of those. Now, if it's limited to a time slot, there are other creative ways to duplicate that 20%, mainly through messaging and marketing and reaching out to people and finding new ways to get them access to the classes that they wanna see on the schedule. Now, that will lead me right into a sub point off of that. 80% of your complaints probably come from 20% of your people. So be careful in who you listen to and be careful in who you allow to make you feel like you're not doing enough. Because I promise you, if your business is from the heart and you have a service-based business, you probably are doing plenty, okay? I just wanna let you know that, that that client feedback isn't always something that you need to pay attention to because most often it comes from people who are chronic complainers. However, there are some there is some feedback that's really valuable and all feedback will give you insight in how to better serve your clientele. All right, so just to recap in using this idea of the 80/20 rule. We can use the 80/20 rule when we look at our ideal our ideal student, who they are really, 
and how we can better target them and or if we should make a shift in that category of our business, in that ideal student category. We can look at the 80-20 rule when we think about how we're managing our time, getting rid of the fluff things that we do every day that don't really matter, and focusing on that 20% of those tasks that really do matter. Increasing our profits just by increasing our own personal efficiency. We can look at the 80-20 rule when it comes to what teachers are producing the clientele for your business, focusing on providing more effort and more training to that 80% who doesn't bring in the desired number of clients per class, and really loving on and uplifting and empowering and maybe even putting those teachers in a leadership role that are doing those those 20% things to bring in those clients. We can look at the 80-20 rule in our marketing. We can see where the marketing is best spent and put our time there, put our effort there, and if needed, put our money there and scrap the other 80% or use it as a filler, but not in a way that, that takes up our time or creates a time suck for us. And finally, using that 80-20 rule for scheduling your classes understanding what classes are your highest performing classes and what classes are your lowest performing classes. And I promise you, friends, when you honestly evaluate your numbers in that way, decisions really won't be that hard because at the end of the day, it is you who's paying for your business, who's responsible for making money in your business. And when you're able to look at everything through a pragmatic lens and really objectively Those decisions come naturally and they come from a confident spirit. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're interested in growing a business in the yoga industry or in the fitness industry, if you're a personal trainer, a YTT two or 300 hour, or even a fitness instructor, I wanna let you know about our latest course at Soulshine U that will be launching in September of 2023. This course is called Yoga by Design, and it is a postgraduate course that specifically focuses on laying a foundation by identifying your authentic teaching voice, establishing yourself through your technique and skill in your class delivery, creating a business model that works for your lifestyle as you are right now, but will grow with you as you begin to make money and grow your client following. So if this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, head over to soulshineu.com and click on that courses link and that'll take you to our courses page. Opt in on the Yoga by Design email subscription list and we'll send you all of the updates, all of the information as we get closer to the launch date. All right, my friends, I enjoyed it. I hope you can take something away from this Friday's episode of The Successful Side Hustle. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode.